0: Okay, that was okay. That's good. Okay, that's um, that song's called uh, I think my dog's a Democrat. That's a uh, that's a funny, funny song. I found that. Uh, I was just searching the web, found that it was pretty funny. Um, so I mean, this has been a pretty slow week politically wise. We have a lot more. I've had to do a lot more catch up. I wasn't here last week. Uh, I didn't do. Uh, I was out of town, so I didn't do. A vi- I didn't do an episode. I also didn't. There wasn't really any information that came out last week. Uh, not really much of anything to do, uh, to talk about, Um, but um, I'm hoping, I have a good bit, I have a lot of information for uh, this week, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, Also, I'd like to announce that we now have 14 listeners, and it's only been, and I've gained 14, I used to have only 7 listeners, we have now doubled that in under 3 days. Wow, I mean that is just insane. That is amazing, I am honored, this is this is a great feeling. Uh my last episode did pretty good. Uh four four listens. Uh, that was really nice. Um and now we in literally under 2 days we've have, we've have just now we are now on I think four new podcast uh apps you can get now. We're now on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts and Radio Public. I cannot get Radio Public. I have no idea what that was. I have no idea what that is, but we are now on it. And we are also of course on anchor. My dream is that we will eventually be on Apple Podcasts. Uh that's my dream, hopefully. Lord, please, uh if he's willing, let me be on Apple Podcasts. But I'm just really happy. I'm just this is growing incredibly fast and I am just I'm proud, very proud. I'm honored. Um really happy that you people are listening to this. And I I I strive for each episode to do better. Uh, better video quality, better script, uh, better writing, and just better information, and more facts. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm, i for my schedule-wise, I know I talked about how I didn't release episode last week. I, I kind of want to talk real quick about my schedule, and then we'll get on to the rest of it, but uh, most likely, I will be releasing an episode every week. Sometimes I will not, and that is because either I'm lazy, or there is no information out there. Cuz you know sometimes you're just going to have a slow day. Like this was almost a slow day, but I found some more information. So I was able to make a full episode out of it, but you know it could have been opposite. I could have just had nothing and we would have gone another week no information. But um, you know, thankfully thankfully uh this is um, you know, this has been a more successful week and we have had more information uh to go about. So, you know, hopefully so I uh, you know in I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just a podcast. I'm, I'm going off of what is happening now. I'm not like the liberal media, you know. I don't make up crap and sell it off as truth because you know, that's not what I do. Uh, I have to give you the facts. I know it sucks. I can't believe it's just. I understand now why the media doesn't do this because I mean, who wants to sit down and do their job and research things so they can get paid? I mean, come on, who wants to do that? I mean, that oh, so much work. Ugh. But um, yeah, let's just let's just get straight into it. Uh, start talking about what has happened in the crazy world of Georgia politics. Okay, so let's talk. First thing, I'm going to immediately say the headline Growing push by lawmakers to help dreamers attend Georgia colleges. Now, if you don't know what dreamers are, let me explain it. I and mean, let me explain the whole story that's going around with this. I'm going to read the article real quick for y'all and then I'll explain it. Uh, state lawmakers from both major political parties have taken turns in recent weeks to craft bills that help immigrants who have been granted a temporary reprieve from deportation, often called dreamers. Uh, they get an edu- They will, they can either, they can, they're trying to get an education in Georgia public colleges and universities. Cause a lot of these dreamers right now are either going out of state for college, for their college, or they're going out of country in some cases, and which is very expensive. Um, so okay, so I last episode talked about how they're trying to get rid of sanctuary cities. This is completely different than what the dreamers are. The dreamers are people who have lived illegally in this country for decades, for a long time, before the Trump administration, like way be, during the beginning of the Obama administration. You know, these people, these people have lived here for a long time, and they. My my perspective on this is. The same I have for legal immigrants. If there are legal immigrants living in this country, but if they're contributing to this country and they're acting like they're a normal American citizen, then I do not believe they should be de- uh, deported. But if they're doing damage to society, they're not contributing anything to the society, then I believe they should be deported or dealt with otherwise. Because America's job as a nation is not to take on other world's trash. We're not just going to take your terrible citizen and be like, oh, well, we don't want to be mean, so we're just going to take them and hope for the best, and we'll just be very, like, no. It's not a matter of inclusiveness. It's a matter of decency and just morality. We're not going to let criminals in the country and be like, oh, well, they've, they've you know, they're just, they're just people trying to find refuge. No, we're not going to do that because it's not America's job. America's job is to protect its people first. And these dreamers, I believe the The dream or idea is that they are trying to reach their citizenship while they are illegal immigrants in this country, and so as they are trying to do this, I believe that they are entitled. I feel like that you know college is not. I feel like they they should if they have the money to pay for college, then I think they should be able to go to college in uh, the state of Georgia. You know, hopefully, if by getting that college tuition, they've worked for that in the country, and they've contributed to society by working for that money so that they can pay for their college tuition to get into college. You know, that's my, that's what I'm hoping, and that's what I think it is. Now, there might be some dreamers in there that are not, that are, now here's one thing. Sorry, I got a little off track there, but here's one thing. So, I have some concerns about this. Now, if a dreamer is trying to go to a college in Georgia, I want to make sure that they are actually trying to get a scholarship that means something that they can make a successful career and job out of like engineering welding something like you know manufacturing business politics you know teaching you know something that they can make money off of and can contribute to society yes that is good but if they are not if they are doing something that is not contributing to society and is a waste of money and a waste of time like if some if if I hear that like some dreamer is going to college and we pass this law and he's going there for lesbian dance theory or some stupid like very like some dumb scholarship, I'm like no. Because if that's all they're going for, then no, they should pick out the best of the best for these dreamers to get this. Like this should be more something given out to people who are actually really trying to contribute to society, not people who are just going to go there and waste time and waste money to people who are actually committed and they want to make an impact and they want to do something good for the community. Do that. That's fine. Because technically these people are not American citizens yet, so we don't have to give this to them either way. So unless they have a really good point as to why they want to go to college and why we should pass this bill, then I think, then then yeah, you know, if you have a terrible idea, you're not going to go. If you have a good idea and you have a good scholarship, you should go, and then we'll pass the bill. But, you know, it is – and also this is another example, I think, of how uh, both parties are working together in the state government uh, to get this bill passed. And that's that's a great thing. That's a great thing seeing that part, two parties uh, work together. That's really nice. Okay, so we'll get on to our next uh, topic. But first, uh, we need to take a break, and you need this wonderful advertisement that I made for you to listen to. This advertisement is sponsored by you Bible. you Bible is a new podcast that has recently been released on Anchor. This podcast is fairly new, only has one episode uh, called Obedience. Uh, this is by, made by a friend of mine, actually. Uh, this podcast is supposed to teach you about the Bible and a little bit more about some verses that maybe you don't know. I would Definitely suggest checking them out. Listening to the first episode—it's only nine minutes, very quick episode. So you know, it doesn't take up a lot of your time. You can listen to it while you're on the go. Unlike my podcast with my twenty-five long minutes of nothing. <laughs> I'm joking, but you know, this is a short podcast. Very simple. He does a great job. He's got one of those voices that you know is just really good on podcasts. Probably better than mine. I stutter a little bit, but um, he does a, I would say fairly really good job. So please um go check out uh the U Bible. Okay. Um so we're getting into some national government politics right now. What's going on a little bit in everything right now and how this relates to Georgia. Um so I'm just going to read the article or just the a part of the article. I'll talk about it just like I do for everything. Okay. Wednesday on Political Rewind, which is a I think it's some kind of political show. Uh the Democratic National Committee, which I got this article from, Political Rewind rewind uh the democratic national committee announced it had it has added georgia to a list of targeted battleground states the party will look to claim in 2020 okay okay so i see this okay so you know battleground state this is not talking about the primaries okay the primaries uh, i think it's it you know south carolina is the next primary i think it's i don't actually remember the exact date of the primary it might even be saturday night i'm not sure but the primary the the next one is the south carolina primary right now bernie sanders is in the lead and they're they're going ahead and talking about how after the primaries georgia's gonna be battleground state because okay so georgia was almost 50 50 uh when it came to the election to the elections in 2016 but trump did take georgia and you know georgia was you know he got the majority vote in georgia um and it's it surprises me how Georgia can be like one of those 50-50 states. It it's mostly really I've noticed it's because of big cities like Atlanta and um you know where it's just a lot of liberal liberal kind of like and we are we are the place where CNN came from. Uh, you the big CNN building, so that doesn't help either, but um they're talking about how this is a, supposed to be a battleground state. I I think Trump's going to win it again. I mean, Trump has an even bigger lead then here's the whole thing about the election if bernie sanders is going to be their nominee which it's very much looking like if, if joe biden does not win in south carolina bernie sanders is probably is going to be their candidate unless the democrats just can't because you know they don't like bernie sanders right now if they just cannot accept it and they just have to wipe it clean and be like nope we're starting over can't do it can't have bernie sanders which they might i mean it's really looking like that but in the may in Whatever case, most likely Bernie Sanders is going to be the Democratic candidate, and in that case, that is a very weak fight from the Democrats. I mean, Bernie Sanders is pro- definitely going to lose to Donald Trump. Donald, Bernie Sanders has a lot of the young people, but there's there's no like the who says the young people are going to show up? They didn't show up during Hillary Clinton's. They they didn't show up when Bernie Sanders was running against Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton got the vote, and she you know she fought she fought Trump, and she lost to Trump. What says that Bernie Sanders hasn't any better chance? And also he's even more radical, I feel like, than he was in 2016. Like he is just outright, I am a socialist. Like he is not holding anything back. And I think that just makes it worse. Oh, so much worse for the Democrats. And to say this will be a Battleground state, no. Okay, <laughs> Georgia's not gonna vote for a socialist. You'll have your a couple radicals from the universities and stuff, but even the even the like the Democrats that are the moderate Democrats are not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. They won't. If anything, they probably won't vote for anybody. They might, vote. they probably, won't, they hate Trump so much and they don't like Bernie Sanders. I, I don't know what they're going to do. They might move to Canada, become Canadian citizens and vote for whatever the next election is. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, and here's a little something from the Georgia attorney general. Uh, so here I'm just going to read the article. Uh, Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr, who joined the top law enforcement officials of Arkansas and South Carolina— this is, like, leading up to the primary, uh, to the South Carolina primaries— at an event criticized the, quote, lawless liberal agenda of the Democratic frontrunners, which is Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden— I don't even know Joe Biden. Okay, so Joe Biden and Bloomberg. Okay, here's the thing. Joe Biden is a corpse. He— I mean, the dude was literally— you can watch the clip. He is talking about how he's like, thank you, everybody. Uh, support me for running for Senate. Bro, he doesn't even know what he's running for anymore. I mean, he's just completely lost. Mike Bloomberg, I mean, he's probably there. Um, if like, if there was one candidate I do not want, then Democrats to win. Trump is doing a great job. But if they were to win and if I had to pick, I would actually pick Bernie Sanders to be the the primary leader because I, I know he'd lose to Trump. But if I if Michael Bloomberg won, it would not be too bad. I mean, this guy did a pretty good job managing New York. I don't think I think he'd there'd be a lot of bad things, but I don't think he'd be as bad as Obama. And I think he'd be slightly. I feel like he'd be slightly more in the middle. It surprises me sometimes when he runs as a Democrat. I think he'd honestly be better off running as an independent in some cases. But but here's the thing: Michael Bloomberg's not going to win. I mean, he's he. I mean, when he got on the debate stage, for debating in, um, I think it was, uh, well, the last debates they had in, I think it's, South, I think they were having debates in South Carolina, I'm not sure, but they were having debates. I mean, he just got destroyed by, uh, Warren and Warren's running for the vice presidency right now. She, I mean, you listen to her. She is running for vice president. She's like barely touching Bernie. I mean, she's pretty much Bernie, but a female, but well, different in the sense that. She knows that what she's saying is stupid, but for some reason she says it out loud. Bernie Sanders says he's a socialist. He talks about his policies, but he never talks about how much it's going to cost in the plants. Warren tells you how much it's going to cost in the plants, and that's why she's like in fourth place right now. Um, but the what I think what really the Attorney General is talking about is specifically Bernie Sanders, because he is a lawless, he has a lawless liberal agenda. I mean, this guy is just insane. So going back to... If this is good, if Georgia really is going to be a battleground, no. Okay, it's going to be a massacre for the Democrats. Trump's going to win in Georgia, and that's going to be the end of it. I mean, it's going to be just like Florida. I mean, we're literally just a hop-skip above Florida. And Florida's not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie Sanders raised about how Cuba, Cuba, they have a great liberal system, a literary system. You know, people can read that. That doesn't matter. Like, you— He's like, he's like, they can rid that. So what? If they if he killed, Castro killed like a hundred thousand people, cares? Who cares if they're driving around in nineteen fifty-five Chevys, in like twenty twenty? Half of the people, a lot of people who live in Florida, literally illegal, technically illegally immigrated from Cuba, like tried to escape Cuba for refuge in the United States, and and a lot of them still live in Florida, like in Miami. Do you think they're gonna vote for the guy who's talking about how Castro? Is amazing, no? And it's the same with Georgia. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not that dumb. The only people who are dumb are the people who are not. Like it's just the. It's like wherever he ca- like the North. I mean, they they just don't. Oh my God, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. We're, we'll get into the next thing. Let me take a little little break real quick, and we'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. Um, so next next thing on the uh, this is just a lot about. Democrats being stupid and liberals being stupid. I'm just gonna tell you right now, that is pretty much what today is. Democrats being stupid and liberals being stupid. But let's just let me just read this quote for you, okay? Or this uh, title: Georgia 2020, DeKalb County Chief Executive, Thumb, Thur- I think it's Thurmond, uh, endorses Bloomberg's bid for president, giving Bloomberg a boost from the state's most prominent African. Affi- he is because okay. Let me just first talk about that. So okay, so so Thurman is one of the most influential African-American officials uh, right now in Georgia. You know, Stacey Abrams is going to win, so of course he's going to get it, uh, DeKalb County. Um, And now, there's not really – I I went over the senator who says she's going to endorse Bloomberg, and I'm still talking about how – right now that doesn't really matter. I mean it doesn't matter, okay? He's not going to win. I would – I mean it would I don't want to see him win. But the Democrats do, but he's not going to get it. I mean as much as I think it would be better for the Democrats, if you want, I'm not saying I want the Democrats to win, okay? I don't want them to win, but it would be better for the Democrats if Bloomberg won, which he's not which is not going to happen. He's just way too far behind. He's like in third place, he's going probably in the fourth. Um cuz he's just not going to get it. And I'm, I'm sorry, he's just not going to get it. Uh but the thing that bugs me so much about this right now His his quote is, Mike for black America. Okay. Now, here's the thing with that. I get that we're, you know, the Democrats are trying to appeal to minorities. And so are the Republicans. Every party is trying to appeal to minorities. But my problem is not appealing to minorities. It's not African Americans. definitely not. My problem is to quote, Mike for black America. What does that mean, black America? So were you just specifically going for black America? Like, what if I went up and I said, I want Trump for white America? I would be seen as the biggest racist since Hitler. Or, I guess he was an anti-Semite. I would be the biggest racist since, um... I can't think about it. But something, some bad racist I'd be if I said that. So, okay. Let's find a middle ground for this. Okay. So, why don't If you want to be more inclusive, which I think the liberals do, then why do you say stuff like, for black America? Why don't you just say, for America? Why do you say, black lives matter? Why don't you just say, all lives matter? Because they don't believe in that. They believe, the Democrats and liberals believe in this ideology. That, because they know, if if they say that all lives matter, then what are they saying about abortion? You know, okay? If all lives matter then there's nothing, there's no suppression of African-Americans, there's no suppression of minorities, there's no suppression of the sexes, if they say that, which is true. If they say the truth, then they're not going to get the votes. But if they keep saying, for black America, because we need to help protect African-American people because they're being so suppressed right now, then they get the votes because the Democrats will say this and they'll, they'll fix this even though they never do, and they'll get the votes. That's why they want illegal immigrants coming into the country. Because if they say, oh, we're the Democrats say, oh, we're letting you in. Yeah, yeah, come on in. Yeah, yeah. They, they're just getting free votes is all they're getting. They're just getting votes by, by doing that. And my whole problem with this is this this is just a product of liberal media. This is actually splitting America apart. This is not making, this is not fulfilling. People quote say this is like what Martin Luther King would want. This is not what he would want. Martin Luther King specifically said do not judge people by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. The liberal media liberals are actually even if they don't consciously know which I think they do but they might, may or may not but they are judging people by the color of their skin putting them in these minority groups putting them in their own in their own classes like like I mean they, there's colleges where they, they they'll have only African Americans say. All white people off campus. That That's not being inclusive. That's not what Martin Luther King would want to see. That's not inclusiveness. That's just putting one race above the other. And people say, well, no, racism only applies to white people. Only white people can be racist. Yeah, well, there's places, like in Africa, where white people are not the majority. So does that mean that African American... I feel like in that sense, doesn't that mean if an African American... If I lived in Africa in some place, and the entire population was African-American, and then people started making fun of me because I'm white, wouldn't that be racism? But the liberals don't think about that, they think only in America, but I think racism goes both ways, you know, if somebody comes up to me, and they start making racial jokes about me, and I live in the South too, they could call me a racist, because they're like, well, you're white, you live in the South, you know, you're proud of being in the South, you're racist. In that sense, isn't that kind of racist to me? You're judging me by the color of my skin and where I live. That's racism. Isn't it just judging them by the color of the skin and then putting negative thoughts above, behind that? That's racism, right? And it's it's insane. And then you hear liberals talk about how they can, you know, like, praising when people say, like, getting angry when people say the N-word. Well, want people say the N-word, but I'm like... You see that all the time when African Americans say it to themselves. And I'm not stereotyping African Americans. I'm not saying that. There's a lot of great African American conservatives and people. I Honestly, I don't know if you've heard of her. Candace Owens. She has a show on Apple Podcasts, Candace Owens Show. Please check that out. and She's one of the greatest conservative minds of our time. And she's honestly a beacon, I think, for African Americans. And for America in general. That you don't have to be a Democrat. You don't have to have to be a liberal you know, liberals, like, we, it's gotten to this pressure now where African Americans have to be liberal. I mean, isn't that stereotyping? Like, that, that's stereotyping, that's racism. And then whenever an African American or anyone of a minority disagrees with the liberal left, they're immediately disowned. Shouldn't we be a more inclusive America? Or, I mean, that, isn't that what America's all about? A mix of cultures, a mix of ideas. But you hear quotes like this from Democrats and liberals who think they're being, they're not being inclusive. They're making minorities more and more separated from the rest of America, from each other. They're making other minorities more separated from other minorities. Not just minorities separated from white people, but minorities separated from all other minorities, all other cultures. You're creating a separation of cultures. Like, why do we have Chinatown? Why don't we just have New York City? Combination of all cultures, and I'm not saying we're going to get rid of Chinatown because they're good parts John done, But, you know, if we really want to, if the liberals really want to create this in- inclusivity, then they would want people of different races and different colors to be in part of each other and just to live in kumbaya in existence. But they don't want that. They obviously don't. Because if that happens, then what happens? They lose their votes because there's nothing to complain about. Because everybody's living in peace. Everybody is enjoying each other's company. And they can't stand that. Okay. But... Let me just get on to the next part of this. Okay, so I'm gonna to get to a topic that I um I honestly I, f- I kind of feel fortunate I wasn't able to cover the uh, Senate uh, the run for the U.S. Senate for Georgia uh, because okay if you know uh, I forgot his name I'm sorry but uh, the jo- one of the Georgia senators uh, died uh, recently last year and they've been having you know they've been having elections for the new Senate for the Senate to replace. And they came down, and uh, it ended up being uh, this lady named Kelly Loeffler, who's a Republican. And now, for some reason, I, I honestly, I'm just going to be completely honest, I am trying to research. I, I was really late. You know, I started in February. This this ended two months ago. She's been in the Senate seat for two months already. So she, she's been in there for a while. So I'm not really sure what's going on. But I, I'm going to try. I've, I've figured it out, I think. Uh, but there is, let me read the headline, Fight by two Republicans for Georgia's Senate seat unnerves GOP. So her competition is Doug Collins, who was also running for the Senate seat while she was running. I guess he lost, but now I guess they're unhappy with Senator Kelly Loeffler, and he's trying to take her position again. And she's only been in her seat for t- two months. So she's been through the whole impeachment trial. And from what I understand, she you know she voted Uh, against impeachment. She didn't think impeachment was necessary. So I I don't really see what the problem is. And isn't this a... I I don't really know why Republicans are fighting over this. You get a Republican in office, and it's just not Doug Collins. I mean, who cares? And she's doing a great job. And honestly, it's pretty good that there's a woman Republican right now in the Senate. That's great for Republicans. Because then we can be like, ha, we are inclusive. Ha, screw you. You know, I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. if there's There's probably a big air... I keep waving my hands. Ah, that's terrible. But you know, you think that we'd all be happy, but now there's like a there's there's a fight going out about I guess replacing her. But I'm like, why? I mean, she I mean, she got elected, and she should stay in their position until she wants to resign. But now I guess he's like, well, well, you know, if you know about the Senate, seat, she she she'll probably serve that term her entire life unless she retires. Or something like that, or something I guess terrible. I'm not. Oh, I'm hoping nothing terrible happens, but something like that happens. I, the Senate seat, the Senate is weird. I would not, if I was a politician, I would not want to serve in the Senate. I mean, you serve that for the rest of your life. Imagine how tiring that is. And if ima- imagine if you were one of those senators who's during the Obama administration, your life would be terrible. Oh my God. That'd be a terrible existence right there, but she got elected I remember seeing all the poster boards and stuff she got elected and that's good for her i don't I think this is just a waste of time by Republicans like why is this happening Georgia voted for her. she's in office deal fit you didn't lose. you didn't win I mean come on we can't be like Democrats okay you're gonna lose some you're gonna win some you can't lose you can't win them all get used to it but that's a that's that's the shortest thing I have uh for today that's not a lot um I might be able Yeah, okay. I'm not going to take a break. I'm just going to go straight on. Okay. Now, this is something that just screams Stacey Abrams all over it. Okay. So, U.S. House investigation targets Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia voting problems. Okay. Here's where this all roots from. Before Brian Kemp ran for governor and won, rightfully so, he had powers over, of rec- over the elections, and what I mean this is he was like a he was a manager of the um in of some areas where they do the voting process, and he's had a really good track record. They have seen zero. They did an investigation in twenty eighteen to see if he was you know messing with the votes. And they, 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 they saw that he was not. And now they're bringing this back up again. They're going to a full, full-fledged investigation. I swear there's only one person who can be responsible for this, and this Stacy Stacey Abrams. I can, I'll can i bet my top dollar that she is totally behind this. She was one calling for the investigation in 2018. 2018. She's like one of the most bitter people I've ever seen in my life probably more bitter than Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton loses, but here she has a documentary on Hulu and blah, blah, blah. She's doing okay, but Stacey Abrams just cannot get out of the past. You lost the election. Get over it. Get over it. Oh my God. Just get over it. Please. You don't see Republicans doing this. You you don't see this. Okay. When <laughs> This, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, you don't, you don't see like when Obama, be it I forgot his name, he was Republican. You don't you don't see the Republicans complain like, no, no, we need to do investigation. He messed up with which he I they're having investigations now, way later, where they think he has actually like there's some actual evidence that he might have messed with the votes, but that's not gonna get any VD coverage. No, we're gonna talk about how Brian Kemp rigged the election. He did not. I mean you go around people you ask people about Brian Kemp and they're like, Oh yeah He's a great guy. He got the heartbeat bill passed, right? Oh, yeah. He, he's the reason I'm getting a, a, a teacher's pay raise. Oh, yeah. And then you hear high school students. Oh, yeah. I get only two standardized tests. Yeah, he's a great guy. You, you don't hear people saying, oh, I didn't – If you really wanted to discover this, why don't you just go out and ask for a vote? I, this is just – oh, my God. Oh, and, and here's the – and here's one of the basis of the investigation. This is just – this is just dumb. I mean this is just – this is an opinion that he that he, he has stated. The investigation criticized Georgia Governor Brian Kemp for mocking an allegation of voter suppression, which is everything Stacey Abrams has been talking about ever since the election ended. Even during the election is voter suppression. That does not exist. What are you talking about? I've, I'm not legally allowed to vote, but I went with my parents when they went to go vote. I did not see guys standing out there with batons. Okay. My parents voted for Brian Kemp. A lot of my family voted for Brian Kemp. There was no voter suppression. I know plenty of people who voted for Stacey Abrams. There, was no there wasn't people out there like going to beat the crap out of you if you voted against Brian Kemp. Voter suppression does not exist. There's no factual evidence that it ever happened. And it definitely did not happen. It just makes no sense. And this has Stacey Abrams... Written all over it. And I can definitely confirm that this is... they have, and Of course, they have found nothing. Nothing. At all. This is literally the only thing they found. Of course he's going to mock it. Because it's complete crap. It, it has no... There's no factual... There's no facts in this at all. It is just completely theory. No evidence. Nothing. So, uh, it's, just, it's just dumb. I can't believe it I mean it's just <laughs> oh my god people are just so corrupt nowadays. It, people will get upset about anything we're part of this whole generation of people who, who just can't lose and cannot and they have to win I just can't believe it okay well oh man it's just insane Okay, so that about wraps it up for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, I think, uh, Podcast and Radio Public. Please go check out the UPI Bible. Uh, please download Anchor. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. They have so many amazing possibilities. It's free, and this is how I've been able to create this podcast. It's very helpful, and you know, I hope you all have a great day. Uh, please, uh, you know, stay you know, stay in tune with these politics, you know, stay in tune, you, do, you don't want to miss anything, I don't want to miss anything, um, you know, please subscribe, uh, I really need your support right now, so, you know, please continue listening, and continue uh, supporting me, and have a good day, God bless you, and just, um, you know, continue to stay conservative, continue to support um, Georgia politics, and support those that you voted for, have a good day.